BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome back to The Fix, live in the Prop Swap Studios. And what the heck were the Tampa Bay Rays thinking? Blake Snell is dealing. You decide to pull him in the sixth inning. He's His pitch count wasn't even high. He's cruising. He has the game in complete control. You pull him, and now you're losing. That's just, that decision is going to be talked about for a very long time. And... I'm pissed. I don't know why, but I am. (laughs) I want to see a game seven. I told you about the Rays, and now because of that boneheaded move, they may lose this game six, but we'll keep you updated. Still a lot of baseball left to play in that one. And more importantly, it's 1030, so time for your football fix with NFL Eagles insider John McMullen. Johnny Mack, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm upset like you, Ryan. I, I mean, you can't take a picture out of the game. That's modern baseball. That's why I say it's a tough watch. It's awful. It's it's so analytics-driven. You, you, there's no room for uh, a gut feel. There's no room for uh, what made baseball great, and, and that was the back and forth and the strategy and the guys pitching. I don't know. He gave up two singles. I think he had nine strikeouts. But you can't go to the third time through the lineup, Ryan. Can't do it. Why? Like though, I, it's the World though, Series, John. You lose, you go home. Every great pitcher in the history of the game before this era did it all the time. All the time. And I, I it, it, baseball is killing its own game. It's, yeah. it's sad to watch. It was once America's pastime. It's it's laughable to even compare it to the NFL now, or even the NBA for that matter. And it, it's sad. It's become a regional sport, and they've destroyed their own game. They've shot themselves in the foot time and time again. It's not entertaining. It's dumb. Everything they do with the game is terrible. And that's a perfect example of it. And I am now rooting. I, I, I don't care about either team. But I am now rooting for the Tampa Bay Rays to lose simply for that dumb decision. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I am too. I mean, it's so it's unbelievable. I don't what that bleep was he thinking right there. I don't even 
I can't even wrap my head around it. And yes, everything you said, I agree with. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk football here in a second, but I think this is interesting. Um, well, I, I agree. You know, your dream, if you're a baseball manager, the, the old adage in baseball is momentum's only as good as your next day's starter. Your dream is to get that kind of start in a big spot. And you bail yeah. on the guy? Right. I, I, you know, why are you in this industry as a manager, as a general manager, as the people who run these managers in the ground and force them to do these things? Because the book says so. It's unbelievable. And I here's another example, John. It was in this series. I want to say, I want to say game two, and I don't even remember which team was batting. But they had a runner on second with no outs. It was the nine hole hitter up to bat late in the game, and he was trying to lay down a bunt, and he couldn't do it, and he ended up popping out. And I tweeted about it, and I was literally laughing out loud to myself on my couch because I was like, yeah, no no crap you can't get a bunt down. You haven't tried to lay a bunt down all year long, but that's what's going to win you games. So now in a big spot, you know, you, you try and do it. That says it right there. You should be doing it all year in that situation. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, if you do give up game 43, obviously this is a different season, but in a typical season, when you're playing 162, you know, it doesn't hurt to get your players some reps uh, to make sure they can do something in a big spot. But, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, you go back, which was a great movie, by the way, Moneyball, and I, yeah. obviously that popularized and that kind of showed people what was going on uh, with Brad Pitt and John Hill and the Oakland A's back in the days. You know, the interesting thing about that and the reason it worked, and by the way, it didn't work. They didn't win. They had a very good team, but they didn't win the World Series. People forget that. But secondly is they were the only team that did it. I said this about Chip Kelly. we got to get back to football. I said this about Chip Kelly. When you're the only person that does something, you have an advantage. Mm-hmm. When everybody points to, to what Oakland did and said, okay, we got to do this, and everybody's doing the same thing, not an advantage anymore yeah it's not, it's not. <laughs> and, and people don't get that no they don't and yeah that's a great movie if you haven't watched it go watch it um all right so let's talk football uh where should we start here john it's officially dallas week now that week seven is in the books uh Danucci still penciled in as the starting quarterback for the cowboys uh-huh. uh what do we got uh, yeah, a big FCS week. Uh, a, a James Madison guy against Carson Wentz, a North Dakota State guy. That was the FCS championship game last year, by the way, North Carolina State. That's right. Uh, against JMU, and, and Danucci lost that, obviously, as North Dakota State basically wins it every year now. But uh, beyond the – you know, I, I think this game is about – and I tried to get Jim Schwartz to walk this plank. He's too smart. But I, I think, you know, the only thing that concerns you about the Eagles is the human nature aspect of going into this game and looking at what the Cowboys are dealing with and, you know, probably going to be down to the third-string quarterback who happens to be a rookie seventh-round pick. I mentioned um, – Yesterday on the show, all their offensive linemen, very much like the Eagles, they're down 80% of their once-projected offensive line. 
So they're even worse than the Eagles from that standpoint. Um, you know, at, at, if you're Philadelphia, if you're if your players on that defense, you, 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 it's human nature to go, okay, they got nothing. And that's when you can get bit, so to speak. And I, I don't know how you guard against that because it's tough to get these guys up. You know, if you're fake, fake, supposed to face Dak Prescott and he's not there, and even then you're thinking, okay, it's going to be Andy Dalton. He started and won a lot of games in this league. No, it's not. It's going to be Ben Denucci. It's tough to. It's tough to have that same drive. It really is. I think that's the biggest concern for the Eagles, which, by the way, is pretty good. But still, it, 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 it's tough to take those guys seriously right now. I really believe that. Yeah, but if I'm Doug Peterson, I simply say. It's tough to take you guys seriously right now. <laughs> I mean, fair or foul, like, you guys stink. And let's go out there and show the world we're much better than this Dallas team. Let's go into the bye on a two-game win streak, and let's crush these guys on national TV Dallas week. I, I mean, the Eagles still have a lot to prove, I guess is my point. So I hope that's not the case. It's not like the Eagles are 5-1 and one going up against this team. I'd almost be more scared in that situation, if that makes any sense. Well, I, I wouldn't because if you're five and one, if you're a really good team, you really you know you're going to use this Dallas team as roadkill. So what where I think it it factors in is what you just kind of mentioned is this isn't a good team, and so so you're starting from that uh, line, so to speak, and the fact that yeah, you're right, the Eagles haven't been good. They're getting a little bit better. Uh, they're getting a little bit healthier. Uh, but they're capable of laying a stinker out there, as we've seen time and time again. And really, we saw against the Giants. People kind of forget because they win the game at the end, but they were all for the vast majority of that game, uh, 50 to 60 minutes, essentially. They were a really bad football team. Um, so, yeah, that is kind of the point. And the fact that they're not very good, and you have that mental hurdle that you have to overcome. So it is about the coaching staff, and it is about motivating the guys properly and trying to get them to understand this is still um, going to be difficult, and they still have Ezekiel Elliott, and they could run the football. I don't know if Danucci is capable of getting it to any of those receivers, but obviously they're really good. Um, and that that's kind of what you have to impart to your team but I, I do think it is a, a, a hurdle that staff has to overcome even though they downplayed it I, I think it's human nature as I said to look at Danucci versus Prescott or even Dalton and say okay this is going to be a, a night off I think some people are going to believe that so I want to touch on two things here and I'll make it a two-part question one Cowboys just made a trade, so if you want to touch on that. And then I also saw a report that two teams, two pretty interesting teams, made a call to try and acquire one Zach Ertz. Yeah, uh, well, the Cowboys traded Everson Griffin, who's a big name, and uh, but he was an aging player coming from uh, a long career in Minnesota where he was really good. Uh, and it didn't work out, uh, so they moved him for a six-round pick. And it, it, it kind of tells you, in, in some ways, 
I don't want to say they're raising up the white flag, but they know things aren't going the way they were supposed to go. Uh, so you're starting to make those difficult decisions and look forward. Um, yeah, Ed Kratz and I broke that story at Sports Illustrated. Um, it was the Green Bay Packers and the Baltimore Ravens uh, who were calling about Zach Ertz before he was injured. Um, and it, to me, it makes a lot of sense for Green Bay. I mean, I, I think that would be the perfect spot for Zach. I think he would just do wonderful things with Aaron Rodgers throwing in the football. Uh, Baltimore kind of surprised me because they have so many tight ends. And I don't think that would be as good as a fit because even though people look at Baltimore, it's a really good team, they're still a run-first team. And that's not the strength of Zach's game, the blocking aspect. Um, and Lamar Jackson is not a great pure passer like Aaron Rodgers is. So from Zach's perspective, I think Green Bay would be the better fit, uh, although Baltimore's probably the better team. Uh, so depending, he might just want another Super Bowl. Uh, but the injury kind of derails all this talk anyway. And, and by the way, it's more driven, as I said. You know, people are saying, should the Eagles get rid of Zach Ertz? Should the Eagles get rid of Zach Ertz? Months out. That's that's the bigger part of this. So if you're the Eagles, shouldn't you be looking to trade him? Like, what's going to happen there? You know, we've been talking about it so much, but just to stay on it here real quick. Well, it, 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 the, the injury and him going on injured reserve pretty much eliminates right. any chance that uh, a trade is going to happen. But then it's going to be revisited after the season, uh, and, and we'll see if they can get something done at that point. Um, I, I, I don't I don't think it's, it's necessary uh, during the season uh, other than the fact that um, – if Zach continues to uh, uh, be a distraction, and, he's, and I, I just don't think that's going to happen um, because that's just not the type of person he is. He's not going to um, affect other players. Now, you could argue he hasn't played up to his standard because it's weighing on him. That I agree with. But he's never going to be a bad teammate. It's just it's just not in him. So I, I don't think it really uh, – behooves the Eagles to do anything until the offseason. In the offseason, I think they're going to have to move on. But I, I think that's something that will be addressed later. John McMullen, follow him on Twitter at JFMcMullen, phillyvoice.com, and sportsillustrated at si.com. And I mentioned one Ben DiNucci. So how is Jim Schwartz getting ready for Mr. DiNucci? I know you wrote about this on si.com. Yeah, it was interesting uh, because obviously uh, Jim's, uh, as I mentioned in the stories, like a lot of us, he didn't know anything about Ben DiNucci. And it's kind of, you know, he's not on your radar for obvious reasons. Um, and even if you look at it from a draft perspective, I mean, the coaching staff uh, doesn't get involved in that type of research until the very end. Uh, and the Eagles certainly weren't looking at a quarterback late in the draft or, or anything at least really strongly, especially after taking Jalen Hurts early. So 
Um, he didn't know much uh, about Ben DiNucci, and he mentioned in the mini-bye week um, he had to go back to his James Madison tape and, and sort of just figure out what he was from an athletic standpoint, just something as basic as that uh, to try to get uh, a head start. But he did mention Jim Ward, who's one of the Eagle scouts, uh, who's been on Danucci since very, very early in his career. He went to, to high school in Pennsylvania. He was the Pennsylvania High School Player of the Year as a USA Today All-American. And, and he was going to Pitt. So it was, he was one of those guys where it's not like he was a small school guy. He wasn't a, a big-time prospect. He was, he was a, a pretty big prospect. And he ended up at Pitt, and, and he was a starter there and lost the job. And it was at that point where, you know, if you're smart and, and you're a quarterback at the college level, playing time is more important than anything else. And he wanted a place to play, so he made the transfer. He went to the FCS level, had tremendous success, as I mentioned, that James Madison led him to the championship game uh, where they lost and ultimately was drafted by the NFL. So it was interesting. He had to go to the scouting staff to sort of learn something about him, uh, and, and that tells you where the Eagles are. I mean, it, you generally guys like this aren't on your radar because you're not expecting to play them. So that's the bad part, you know, and you maybe I, I kind of talked about that human nature aspect. Maybe you can get uh, surprised early in the game. But generally when you have these young quarterbacks who come in, o over 60 minutes you start to get the feel for them and you start to slow them down. I think ultimately that happens. But, yeah, the Eagles don't know much, like everybody else, about Ben DiNucci. Yeah, I mean, the initial thought is, oh, well, blitz him. Blitz the rookie coming off the bench, third string. But you don't want to get too far away from what you're good at as a team. Like, the Eagles are still working out things on the defensive side of the ball as well. So it's it's a tricky spot, and they could get burned early. So that's – I can't imagine what the mindset is or what the ideal game plan would be going up against this team. I mean, the bottom line is they really don't have anything – going for them in the positive in a positive direction them being dallas no yeah and i kind of mentioned that yesterday i mean their offensive struggles are uh understandable as i mentioned because you're down uh to the backup and now you're down to the third string quarterback plus all the offensive line injuries uh so that's kind of what has happened i mean ultimately i think if you're jim sports you have to understand look if Dallas is, has to play their third-string quarterback, they're probably going to lean on Ezekiel Elliott. So I imagine that's how uh, the Eagles will approach it and say, we got to stop him first and foremost. And if you put um, a rookie quarterback in third and long type situations, he's probably going to make some mistakes. And I think it's going to be simple and to the point from that aspect, and that's what the Eagles are going to try to accomplish. Talking with John McMullen, follow him on Twitter at JFMcMullen, phillyvoice.com, Sports Illustrated, and extending the play radio show every Saturday morning right here on AM 1490, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, I saw something interesting from you, John, and we've talked about um, Jake Elliott a little bit, and I saw that the Eagles worked out a couple 
kickers recently, and I think that's interesting. Is there any chance, maybe not in the near future, but if things continue to trend in the wrong direction for Elliott, that the Eagles actually do move on? Yeah, I mean, look, he missed a 29-yard field goal. He had been having significant problems with long-range field goals, over 50, and that was uh, uh, enough of a problem. I mean, especially in the modern NFL where you see guys banging these 50-plus yarders every week. Uh, it's not like it was 10, 15 years ago. So um, that alone was a big problem. And, and then all of a sudden he misses a gimme. And, and, yeah, you have to start thinking, okay, what is going on here? And we've seen numerous, too many kickers to mention over the years once sort of like a golf swing. Once you lose your confidence, the mechanics go, everything goes astray, and it's tough to recover it. You've seen it in Philadelphia. Cody Parkey went from being an all-pro to getting hurt to being awful. Um, Caleb Sturgis, almost a similar type situation. Uh, so you've seen it in, in recent history as well. Uh, and the fact the Eagles worked out two kickers, yeah, I, I mean, I, I asked ASIP about it today, and he downplayed it, and understandably so. Uh, and he mentioned it's more about the COVID-19 NFL world and the fact that you need contingencies, so you got to do your due diligence, you can imagine. And that's understandable uh, because, you know, say Jake gets sick on a Wednesday, you have to have somebody uh, that you are comfortable with and you've put through maybe the protocols and you can get it done quickly and have a kicker for that weekend. So that's how the Eagles have framed it both behind the scenes and, and Dave kind of confirmed that today. But I will say this, the Eagles haven't done that with Cam Johnston. They haven't done the contingency. He's having a great year as a punter, but he could get sick. He's not immune to the virus. Good point. They're not bringing in punters. Right. So, it, there's more to it than meets the eye, but I wouldn't say it's fire, but it's a little bit of smoke. All right, so let's – um, yeah, I think that's that's interesting, and I'm a fan of Elliot, and I hope he settles in here and doesn't have any more shaky games and miss some easy ones and he can get on track, both for him and the team. Uh, let's get an injury update from John McMullen, as we do every night. What's the latest? Any changes? No, uh, tomorrow's the big practice day. Uh, obviously, Wednesday uh, on on a week on a Sunday game week, so that'll be the first full scale practice of the week. They had a, a little bit of a walkthrough on on Monday, um, and and the big news was obviously the four players um, who could be activated off injured reserve this week and got their 21 day practice window uh, started on Monday, um, and that was T.J. Edwards and Rudy Ford. And I bring those two up first because those are the ones Doug Peterson said are ready to come back. And then he was a little bit more iffy on Jason Peters and Jalen Rager, who are obviously the bigger name players. Uh, But all of those guys are now eligible to come off injured reserve. The Eagles have started uh, their clocks to get them back. So technically, they could all be active this week, but you also have to find roster spots. They have two open spots because they put Deshaun Jackson 
in Hassan Ridgeway on injured reserve. So they have room for two of those four, um, but they can make other moves as well and tweak if they need more. And I think people are starting to get a little bit excited about getting Jalen Rager back, and, and maybe he's ahead of schedule. Originally, he was supposed to come back after the bye, and this would be the week before the bye. So we'll see if they can get him ramped up. But he's important for a number of reasons. Remember, you've lost Deshaun Jackson again. Uh, so you need him from that perspective. But you also need him from a punt return uh, perspective uh, because the Eagles have had just no explosion on punt returns. Greg Ward is uh, capable. He, he's he's He has a good handle uh, from a ball security standpoint, but He's not a threat, and Jalen Rager could be a threat in that type of situation. So he could help in in a number of ways, and ultimately the goal is to get Rager out there with Travis Fulgham and Greg Ward at receiver. I'm sorry if I missed this just now, but Miles Sanders, is he going to be able to give it a go, or they're just holding him out until after the bye? Yeah, I, 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 you you would think the timing of that, it, it was a one- to two-week injury. So ultimately, and I think Wednesday, tomorrow, will tell the tale. Okay. Uh, is Miles back at practice or not? I think he's going to be very questionable. But I think if you're the Eagles and you think about it and you want to play this thing uh, with some strategy, you can get him an extra week of rest against a bad football team. I ultimately, and this is just a hunch, and again, I'll know more tomorrow, uh, I would think they would want to be cautious uh, and, and give him that extra week of rest. But if he's healthy, he's healthy. And that's typically how the Eagles go about these things. Um, I would handle it a different way simply because, as we've talked about, the opponent is – in really bad shape. So why not get the extra week if you can buy it? Yeah. Well, you're going to want to tune in tomorrow night at 1030 uh, for all the latest on Miles Sanders, injury updates, and more Eagles, Cowboys, and NFL talk right here on The Fix with Eagles insider John McMullen. Follow him on Twitter at JF McMullen, Philly Voice, Sports Illustrated, and extending the play every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. right here on 1490. All right, John, go watch the rest of this baseball game, and uh, let's go Dodgers. Let's go. <laughs> Dodgers, you're right. I've turned into a, a short-term Dodgers fan. Me too. All right, man, we'll talk tomorrow. All right, thanks, man. Yep. All right, there he is, Johnny Mack, John McMullen. And to give you a quick update on that baseball game, Dodgers 2, Rays 1, bottom of the 7th, man on 2nd, 1 out. Dodgers are batting. All right, that's the first hour. Going to take a quick break and then enter the second hour, and we'll lead off with Nick Costco, host of the College Football Pick'em Show every Saturday morning right here on AM 1490 from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m.
The smart sports better knows where to find the best odds before placing a bet, and that's why smart bettors use PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Become a smarter sports better today. Go to PropSwap.com right now or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. You're hearing AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com. This is your VSIN action update. On AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio. This action update brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback Andy Dalton in the concussion protocol. He may not be available Sunday night when the Cowboys visit the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. Third string quarterback... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.